0: Welcome! You are listening to Mountain View Scattered. This is an audio companion to our weekly church gatherings. It is a way to stay connected while you are away and to learn more about our community, how we can best reach and serve it. I'm your host, Wade. Today we are going to share Psalm chapter 2. So, uh, all of us, we know, our God knows us. Our God in heaven, He knows our circumstances. We don't have any solution. We don't have answer from ourselves. Only God has solution and His answer. So, always when we read scriptures, God wants to help us. To know what is the solution. So today we know through Psalm chapter 2 God, God wants to bless us. So think about chapter 1, whole chapter, chapter 1, talking about the blessing of God, God's blessing. And chapter 2 as well, that last verse talking about blessing again. Each one of us here, every single moment from God, we want to be blessed. There is the way to be blessed. Today, through Psalm chapter 1, chapter 2, God tells us we can be blessed. There is a way. God says, trust in Him. That's the answer God gives us. Today, Psalm 2, this Psalm 2 can be divided into three parts. The first part, God talks about, uh, actually, uh, you know, uh, we are children of God. We have challenges. We have challenges. Especially Psalm chapter 2, we all remember uh, Israelites; Israel they had kings. The first king we remember, King Saul. And after that, God chose another king, King David. And then after that, King Solomon. During that time, all of us will remember King Saul, he reigned for 40 years. Interestingly, King David as well, he reigned for 40 years. United Kingdom, I'm talking about. And Solomon as well, he reigned Israelites for 40 years again. 40 years, 40 years, 40 years. But unfortunately, because of this obedience, obedience, God decided to divide one country into two countries. And the northern part they called Israel, and the southern part they called Judah. We all remember. Whenever they had king. New king, I'm talking about, they read chapter 2. So we call the word coronation. Coronation means ceremony of crowning a king. At that time, every time, some years later, they actually had a new king. How many times in Judah, 20 times they had new kings. I mean, after United Kingdom. King Saul, King David, King Solomon. And after that, nations were divided. Unfortunately, nation was divided. And after that, 20 times in Judah, they had new kings. And then in Israel, northern part, they had 19 new kings. Whenever they had new king, what they had? They had coronation. They gathered together, and then they anointed the king. And after every time when they had a the new king, and then they recited Psalm chapter two again and again and again. And then they reminded, think about new king around Israel Judah. They had a lot of foreign nations all the time. Foreign nations they were against Judah and Israel it was not easy to reign their own country without the help of the of God help of God so they had to remind who God is through Psalm 2 they had to remind what is the promise of God through Psalm 2 because of that when they had coronation and they recited Psalm 2 over and over, again and again and again. That's the first part. When they had coronation, they reminded that first part. There is a main idea. You Think about In the beginning, I told God knows our situation and God has a solution. Think about us. From our side, we are children of God. Every time we want to ask God, and God actually commands something. His commandments God gives us. And we ask Him, Daddy, you gave us commandment. I want to know why. I want to know how. Normally, from our our side, we ask two things. Why or how? In this Psalm chapter 2 as well, we ask. God wants to bless us. God asks us actually uh, verses uh, verses 10, 11, 12 of this uh, Psalm chapter 2, especially God's commandments. God says, trust in Him and immediately from our side Daddy God why we should rely on you that's our question and God says you must rely on me There is the reason because those who rely on Him are blessed, that's the reason because of that chapter 1 starts about his blessing. And then eventually, chapter two, the last part again, his blessing again. His blessing. And that one we are going to share today. So, here, main idea will be we should rely on God because those who trust in God are blessed. That's our question, why. And from our side, we can have another question that God, how? Please tell us, we can ask him, "How can we be blessed?" And God gives us his answers. There is answer. We can be blessed if we fear and rely on Him. Rely on God. If we do not rely on him, there is no blessing. Only way we trust in Him and God. Blesses us. Even king as well. A lot of kings they had. We remember that 20 kings in Judah and 19 kings in Israel. None of kings in Israel, they are not good that time. They were bad and bad. All kings in Israel, northern part I'm talking about. 19 kings, they were evil. But fortunately, in Judah, they had 20 kings, and some of them, they were good. They were good. We remember when kings trusted in God and God blessed nation. We remember. But some of kings, they were evil, and they did not rely on God, and then they had troubles, problems our life as well we do not depend on him and we have problems even though materially we can be blessed but our heart mm -hmm, we have a lot of problems there is a simple way God wants to bless his people his nations and God give us just one condition trust in him that's its focus, our God. And here, as I shared, this is a psalm for the coronation, crowning a new king. And as we said, in Judah, 20 kings they had. And in Israel, 19 kings they had. But unfortunately, think about, because they did not trust in God fully, unfortunately, God decided to de- destroy Israel in 722 B.C. God brought Assyria, foreign nation, and God disciplined his people. And God took his people to Assyria. Destroyed. And Judah as well, God gave another opportunity to turn to him. But unfortunately, they didn't. They did not depend on him. Then again, God brought another nation. We remember Babylon. And God destroyed Judah as well. Even though they had kings, but they had problems, and they failed. Unfortunately, they failed. So every time God established a new king in Israel, the Israelites recited Psalm 2 in the coronation and then they reminded. In lifetime, we are children of God, we're going to have problems around us. I mean, enemies. Psalm chapter 2 talking about that one. Even though God established a new king and a new king, Gonna have problems in his lifetime, in his reign. He's gonna have problems. That's our situation. That is our situation. And after the fall of Israel, they could not have a new king. We remember that. But that's a blessing. Even though they lost countries, 722, they lost Israel. And 586 B.C., and they lost Judah. Babylon took all the people from Judah to Babylon. We remember that. But even though they lost countries, when they recite Psalm 2 again and again, and God gave hope to them, we remember that We have some messianic psalms in the book of Psalms prophesy. We remember that. Psalm chapter 2 as well, even though they lost the country, still God gives hope to his people by giving Psalm 2 again and again. Especially second part, talking about the promise of God. We remember that they lost country and then they hoped for the king, new king. Who is he? All of us, we know we believe in Jesus Christ. He is the king. We remember that. Through Psalm 2, God prophesied future thing. The Son of God, our Lord Jesus Christ. Many people think Here, yeah, as I told you that kings of Israel and Judah, they had 20 kings in Judah and 19 kings in Israel, northern part. But both of them, they failed. They failed. But still, God gives his hope to his people, even though they lost countries. And here. This is our situation. New king started his reign and still he has problems. Enemies around him. Think about Israel and Judah. They had a lot of foreign nations around them. And they caused problems. And our life as well. We are children of God. As children of God around us all the time some people Unfortunately, against us. Unfortunately, that's our challenge all the time. So you're against the Lord and against His anointed one. Think about our Lord Jesus Christ as well. He had a lot of enemies. Lots of enemies. We remember that John chapter 11 says like this, John chapter 11, verse 49 and 50 says, Then one of them named Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, spoke up, You know nothing at all. You do not realize that it is better for you that one man die for the people than that the whole nation perish. This scripture is talking about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ which means his death. And we all remember he had enemies and then Jesus was crucified. Think about our life as well. Even though God is in control, somebody is against the children of God, unfortunately. That's our situation. We are all children of God, which means we are princes and princesses. Kings, kids, all of us. Through Psalm 2, God actually explains to us. We are children of God, even though you are children of God, God says some people will against us. That's our situation. Even though new kings, olden days, they had problems, enemies. And another one, against. The Lord, Acts chapter 4, 25 to 28. This one we remember, Acts chapter 4. Peter and John, they preached the word of God, gospel especially. That time, they were preaching, the preaching of Peter and John. I'm going to read that scripture, Acts chapter 4, 25 to 28. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations raise and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against His anointed one. Amazing. When John and Peter preached, they quoted chapter 2. I mean, Psalm chapter 2. They knew scriptures. And then when they shared God's prayer, and then they actually quoted especially the book of Psalms a lot of scriptures they quoted today as well through Acts chapter 4 Peter and John they quoted Psalms and then they explained our Lord Jesus Christ has enemies challenging, he was persecuted and he says Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will have decided beforehand should happen. Jesus, the Messiah, has challenges in our life as well. Every single moment, the world challenges us. The world. Only way, if we want to overcome challenges of the world, only way, depend on God, trust in God. Very simple, through Psalm 2, God wants to teach his people To depend on Him. Trust in Him. There is a blessing. There is a blessing. That's our main idea today. We should depend on Him because people who rely on Him are blessed. Only But our God is sovereign. His control. And we all remember first uh, chapter 4 uh, verse first 4 of uh, psalm chapter 2 but the lord scoffs at them which means who god is in control god is in control we remember that psalm 114 says like this his position the lord is in his holy temple the lord is on his heavenly throne his position And he observes everyone on earth, his eyes examine them, our God. Do we really believe God is alive? God is in control. But many times, because many people, even though believers, they have knowledge, but they do not practice the word of God. Which means, they say, I have faith, but they don't have faith, unfortunately. Just they have knowledge here, and they do not practice. That's problem. Think about, you know, as a believer, we listen to the word of God. And God gives us his knowledge, the knowledge of God. And we have his knowledge in our brain. And our brain getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Without practicing the knowledge of God, and what happened in the end? We fall down. Reason, brain bigger and bigger, and very heavier and heavier, and we fall down. Only way. Practice is very important. Today, we listen to the word of God. The Holy Spirit we have inside of us, led by the Holy Spirit, we should practice. Otherwise, there is no blessing. Think about every time God gives His words and we listen and we have His knowledge here. And all of us believe the word of God revives our soul which means God gives His knowledge here and we must experience attitude change, conversation change, conduct change. That's the way. Just knowledge here We don't do anything. Nothing happens. Like Pharisees. We should practice. We should practice. Today, through Psalm 2, God challenges us. What is our practice? Think about, you know, just in our brain we have here. We should rely on God. Because those who depend on Him are blessed, and just here that we don't do anything just like this. What is faith? Practice, obedience. We listen to the Word of God. What is the last part all the time? We share the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit challenges us to obey His words, application. And God gives us knowledge, we do not practice, there is no spiritual growth. There is no spiritual growth. Every time God challenges, trust in him, meditate on the word of God day and night. But unfortunately, many people, believers, they do not practice. Which means, believers do not grow. There is no spiritual growth, there is no discipleship. There is no discipleship. Think about on the pulpit, God uses his tool, his brother Kim. God uses me this morning. Think about we listen to the word of God together, and we have his knowledge, we don't practice. And then God uses me, and God teaches us. He is our teacher. Christ is the teacher, and God teaches us that we learn together, that we do not practice. There is no discipleship. Because of that, God uses people to teach the word of God. Why? Without teaching the word of God, there is no spiritual growth. There is no discipleship. There is no life change. Life change. Today, God challenges us. Every time we pray, and then we speak out all the time, yes, Lord, I depend on you. And in some difficult situations, we have, and where, where is our faith? We lose our faith immediately. Because of that, you know, think about a lot of kings they had, but they lost the country. Their lost countries. Here is hope. God says, You're my son, and God will make the nations our inheritance. That's his promise. Even though we have a lot of enemies around us, and God promises. You are my son, God says, our identity. God talks to us, actually. You are my son. We have hope, our Lord Jesus Christ. This is a messianic psalm. We remember that even though Israelites, they lost countries, and whenever they recite the psalm two, and then they remind it, and then they hope for the Messiah. And eventually, years, years later, Jesus came. The hope. And because of that, in Acts chapter four, they quoted the Psalm chapter two, Our Lord Jesus Christ, Messianic Psalm. And we remember that. Uh, Matthew chapter 3, 17 as well. A voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love with him. I am well pleased. And another, Acts chapter 13, uh, 33. This is the preaching of Paul. Paul preached it and then also Paul quoted Psalm chapter 2 again. Why? There is hope. Our Lord Jesus Christ. And he preached like that, Acts chapter 13. We tell you the good news what God promised our fathers, He has fulfilled for us, their children, by raising up Jesus, as it is written in the second psalm. He quoted like that As it is written, second psalm, you are my son today, I have become your father. And that's God's promise. Still, this is valid. Every single moment God tells his people, You are my son. And God reminds his people, he says, He will make the nations our inheritance, the end of the earth our possession. So we all remember Exodus chapter 19. The word in Hebrew word, sogula, which means treasure. The God says, We are His treasure. We all believe. Because of that, He blesses us, He protects us. Our God, He is our hope. And then lastly, God asks His people. Think about, from the beginning we shared like this. God knows everything. God knows His people, us. God knows. But we don't have a solution. Only God has a solution. And God gives all the solutions through the Word of God. Here is a solution. But think about, when we have some problems... And immediately we think, probably somebody can help me. Probably my father, my mother, my brothers and sisters. And they fail. Think about kings in Israel in Judah as well. When they had problems, now what they did? They sought other nations, because of they brought. We remember that one example. When Assyria and Babylon, they actually came to Israel to destroy. And then some people, they went to Egypt and they asked them to help them. What was the problem there? Only way, God. They had to ask God. But they thought other nations can help them. But they failed. Our life as well. Our life. When God challenges his people, any circumstances, any difficult situations, God says, trust in him only way. Trust in him only way. But we think other things, other people. But there is no solution, no answer. Only by our God. And here, like conclusion, verses 10 to 11 says like this, I'm going to read again. Therefore, you kings, we are children of God. Be wise, be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son. Here the kiss the Son means obedience. Obedience. Lest he be angry and you be destroyed in your way, for his wrath can flare up in a moment. This is conclusion, blessed are all who take refuge in him. Think about whole chapter, Psalm chapter 1, talking about his blessing. And again, chapter 2, the last part, conclusion, his blessing again. And he concludes, our God, very simply, blessed are all who take refuge in him, depend on him, Trust in Him, rely on Him, and God says they are blessed. And here, this part we can share like this. He says, "Be wise, be warned. Think about our circumstances as a believer." We have challenges around us all the time. And here says, God defines the world. God Himself. His definition. John chapter 3, 19, 20 says like this. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world. But men loved darkness because of light. Because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. That's our situation. The world is darkness. The world is darkness. That's our situation. And God says, Hey, children of God, be wise. Why? Why? The world is dark. And he says, this is hope. John chapter 8, 47 says like this. His explanation. He who belongs to God hears what God says. That's wisdom. All of us, we listen to his words. There is only one way, obedience. People enjoy just knowledge and then knowledge bigger and bigger, and then we don't do anything. Unfortunately, people fall down. Fall down. It says, He who belongs to God hears, God says, which means practice. Practice. That's the life. P L O. P means prayer. We are children of God. We pray. And then like this, we listen to the word of God, L, listening. And the last part, we we'll listen, and I repeat it over and over, obedience. P-L-O. The life of P-L-O must be practiced. We pray, we listen to his words, and we obey. And there will be his blessing. That's trust. We do not depend on him. We do not pray, we do not listen, we do not obey. If we trust in him, we pray, we listen, we obey. We obey. And God blesses all of us here. That is his promise. And the second part, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. I want to read Psalm 95, 1-11. to This psalm must be our confession as well. Very beautiful psalm. Psalm 95 verse 1 to 11 says, this is confession, our faith. We trust in God. And this Psalm 95 must be our confession as well. I'm going to read, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving, and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is great God, the great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, the flock under His care. Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did at Moriba, as you did that day at Massah in the desert. We we'll Your fathers tested and tried me, though they had seen what I did. For 40 years, I was angry with that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my Rest, think about two million people in the desert. They were slaves in Egypt. Our God decided to save his people from Egypt. And from the beginning, God did a lot of miracles wonders. Because God loved his people. Think about every day in the desert. Two million people. There is no food. There is no water. Every day, they experienced the miracles of God. Am I right? Manna. Daily bread from heaven. They experienced even though they experienced the miracle of God, the wonders of God, over and over, they kept grumble, complain. unfortunately. Think about our life as well. Many people seek the hand of God. The hand of God means His miracles and wonders. And many people believe it still they think Daddy God, you allow me to experience today miracle I'm going to believe you. Bad condition. Think about one man who was totally different. The leader of Israelites. We read Pentateuch Especially the life of Moses, he was different. Even though he couldn't enter the promised land, but he told God, Daddy, I know the promised land is there. But even though I couldn't enter the promised land, your presence is not there. I don't want to go there. Every single moment. Yes, he made a mistake as well. Moses. But Moses, he was different. He sought the face of God. His presence. Unfortunately, nowadays, believers, they are seeking the hand of God. But our God wants to have relationship with us. Am I right? Presence. That's trust. If we want to rely on Him, we must have a relationship with Him. I'm talking about intimate relationship. How are we going to have intimate relationship with Him? Simple way. God says, meditate on the Word of God day and night. There's a reason why God asks His people to meditate on the word of God day and night. He himself, he is a living word. Logos. We Remember that. John chapter 1. Only way we do not study the word of God, we do not listen to the word of God, we do not meditate the word of God, unfortunately, still we pursue the hand of God. But God wants to have intimate relationship with us, His presence. We must change our lifestyle. We pursue the hand of God, and God says, "I want to have a relationship with you." God wants to show His face to us like this. That's presence, His presence. We must change our lifestyle as children of God think about why they lost countries even though they crowned king by reciting Psalm chapter 2 over and over and over they had 20 kings and 19 kings in Israel and Judah unfortunately even though they have words They recited over and over. But they lost countries. What is the reason? They did not have real, true relationship with God. We remember that the book of Amos before God destroyed Israel's northern part. We read the book of Amos. They were extremely rich, rich people. Higher position people at that time, they had holiday houses here and there. Summer season, they go that side. Winter season, they go other side. They were rich and rich and rich. But God was not happy. Why? Even though materially they were rich, but they lost relationship with God. They did not trust in Him. They trusted in material things, money, their own power, strength. And eventually God decided to broad to bring other nations to destroy his people. Think about around us world. People pursue material things, especially money. But verbally, believers they say I trust in God, even though they speak out, they trust in God, but they do not trust in God, which means they do not have intimate relationship with God. There's no hope. So our Lord Jesus Christ, because of that, he tells like this, especially Matthew chapter 11. 28, well-known scripture. God says, Jesus Christ says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is today's conclusion. Now the psalmist concludes Blessed are those who trust in Jehovah. The psalm of the blessed one begins with psalm chapter 1 and concludes with psalm chapter 2. Do you rely solely on God and Christ? This is the key to our eternal destiny. May God bless you. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Today you taught us why we should rely on him. Dear Lord, you want to bless your people. We are your people. Lord, we want to be blessed every single moment. And today you taught us, trust in God. Lord, please help us. Depend on you every single moment. Lord, we glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening, and remember that you were brought into the church by the saving work and person of Jesus. Also, that you are sent out to tell everyone. About him. We look forward to you joining us for the next episode of Mountain View Scattered.